Jamie Shussler may have mud in her blood, but there ain't nothing sedentary about her sedimentary lifestyle. Through access to the world's largest slip and slide or whatever, the GRA in civil and environmental engineering is taking the stormwater management world by storm and making it rain in more ways than one. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners. Thanks for tuning in yet again to another episode of the award-winning Hashtag Getting the Best Podcast at all of higher education, brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing a, uh, a group I have the honor and good fortune to work for as a communications specialist. Uh, sitting across from me is the man who uh, just keeps us afloat over there in the uh, the, the office. old captain. The old captain. <laughs> captain of the boat, Austin Phillips, the yeah. salty dog What is this? The S- is this the SS Minnow? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're about to give you a three-hour tour <laughs> through the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Uh, no, that's Austin Phillips. He's the director of the aforementioned office. Uh, we are the uh, hosts. Of, it's nice uh, to be back. Yeah, it's it nice is nice to be, to be back. back. We've had a couple of weeks off. Not that you would notice, loyal listeners. That's how great we are yep. uh, at uh, keeping the content coming. Uh, joined over here by um, Mr. Uh, Sluice Dog himself, John Sluice, twisting the knobs, breaking hearts. <sighs> Speaking of, a very special guest today, because we have Sluice, but now this is... The Shoes. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh. Jamie Schusler. Okay. A GRA. That's a graduate research assistant. That's correct. 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 Appreciate you clearing that up. Yeah. Me. No GRA. That's what okay. that means. All right. Uh, in civil and environmental. Mm-hmm. Can't forget the uh, A and the E there. Uh, engineering. And uh, uh, the, the queen of stormwater management, uh, basically, is from what I, you know, I can tell. I had the Austin Marcus. I guess that's better than wastewater management. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 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 Stormwater. Yeah. Wastewater. Who would that be? That would be uh, Sushil and the gang. Maybe. uh, Yeah. No. Then we had the fish skins and the. Yeah. 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 Brennan. Yeah. Higgins. Yeah. A lot of wastewater. But this is stormwater. That's right. And and also. We have plenty of that these days have you ever been out to that place austin it's out there the erosion at facility the te- near the test track now we have just um created that space well maybe that's why i'd never heard of it yeah. <laughs> so I, we, uh, marcus and i drive out there and we're looking at the biggest slip and slide i'd ever seen <laughs> well so you got to go to the asel and go to the rock wall Yes. And then you go out to the erosion sediment testing facility <laughs> exactly. and you go to the slip and Parents slide. complaining no, that there's we, nothing for their kids in this town? We were able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on. They closed the water park and then the College <laughs> of Engineering moves in. No, go ahead. Talk no, about it. We, uh, we secured that land um, a while back near NCAT, uh, out near the test track. And uh, no, great facility, world-class facility now that we have out there so that we can yeah, do some, awesome, some more awesome research. I mean, totally there. unique. So, yeah. So, Jamie, you are kind of uh, – Feels like a queen bee. I mean, that's what it felt like out there. Yeah, I mean, buzzing around, cracking whips. (laughs) I like to say that I am the queen of stormwater, and I absolutely make it rain. Oh, (laughs) yes. Oh, that's it. There's the title. Making it rain. Wait till the employers start making it rain for her. Yeah, for realsies. Breaking it in. Tell us about your Auburn experience. Why you came here, and and how in the world have we now just totally cornered the market? 
on erosion control, sediments, rain, storm water, just research and all that stuff. So t- to talk to us. Absolutely. So um, I'll start with the facility a little bit because I think that is a huge attractor. So I am a research assistant at the Auburn University Erosion and Sediment Control Test Facility. Good to get the name in. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that name is subject to change because we are getting more national funding out there. And so we want to do something that's maybe more inclusive. Uh, and attracts people coming in from nationwide. Uh, but the test facility was created in 2009. It started as a two-acre facility, uh, but just last summer we expanded and we're now at 10 acres. So just huge development and huge growth. Uh, there's really no facility like it. Now we have a lot of great researchers here who made that possible. Dr. Wesley Zeck, Dr. Wesley Donald, they really were the ones who started that and have pushed through a lot of great graduates, one of those being Dr. Mike Perez. Uh, So after Dr. Perez graduated uh, with his PhD from here, he started out at Iowa State, which I first got recruited to. Uh, But as Dr. Zeck moved on, uh, Dr. Perez kind of took over, and so I got to move down from Iowa State with him um, to start work at the test facility, which has been really, really special because we are able to make it rain, have it flow, and it's all controlled, large scale, uh, which is just not something you're able to do out in the field, uh, especially in a place like Iowa where it's winter more than half the year. So we were really limited in our capabilities there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we we, we talked to um, Michael Perez uh, about, I guess, a, a conference coming up, but then d- learning more and more about this program and and realizing that we are like totally unique. And I mean, th- there is no other facility like this for anybody looking, you know, at this. I mean, it's it's like the uh, the the ASC or the ASL. Well, I mean, me, the test of, track that it's next to. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's one of the most premier facilities in, any in, kind the, of, in the world to have almost a two mile track. That we're testing, you know, pavements all the time. Well, so I mean, so how's that for you? How's that going to affect your, I don't know, career or something going forward to be able to have that kind of a resource? Well, it's super great to be connected with the reputation that the test facility has for itself. So there are a couple of other large-scale test facilities, but nothing um, to the size or the capacity of ours, and really where they're located, they're testing for their own states, where we have uh, funding from Iowa, from Nebraska, Ohio, and of course, Alabama as well. Um, So we have just this huge network and a lot of people who have buy-in at that facility um, and really think what we're doing out there is important. So it's not just that this network is local or the people in Alabama who where stormwater is really prominent and can be a problem. Especially this one. Um, But they're, they're, our states all over. So it is, it's great to have the backing, to have the support and be associated with the, with the test facility. Why, why is it important though? Yeah. And I I want, and I want to know too, big deal. I know we're talking about erosion, sediment control. What are we talking about drilling down deeper? I guess you're drilling down deeper. Sure. sure. Um, What are we looking at? What are you specifically looking at? 
Absolutely. So I'll start big picture. So you see a lot when it rains here, especially in Auburn, you're going to get these flash floods that happen very, very quickly. You have roads taken over and shut down. So for us, we're looking at all areas of stormwater management from construction to post-construction, most specifically, and where it started was in construction applications. So construction, particularly highways that are linear, they have a lot of areas to discharge stormwater runoff. There's a lot of dirt. Yes. there's So when you're working on construction, construction, you're opening up a lot of land. So you're removing any trees, grass, uh, any sort of stabilization, vegetation. And so you just have this big mud puddle. Mud puddle. Exactly. And so with all of that soil or sediment that could be discharged, you're also giving a vessel to other construction pollutants. So you're getting fertilizers, petrochemicals, concrete washout. All of those are absorbed to the sediment particles that are also being discharged. So once those reach our nation's waters, whether that's in creeks that then go to rivers, um, you have problems with sedimentation. So Sedimentation is just accumulating dirt in a place that you don't want to accumulate it. And so you're decreasing the flow capacity of some of these waterways, which leads to flooding. On top of that, this mud puddle, you can't really see through it. It's not crystal clear water, which is a problem because you get that muddy water, sunlight can't penetrate it. And so you're really inhibiting aquatic growth. So you see a lot of problems with that. On top of it, really fine particles, especially like the clay that we have around here, will stay suspended and it puts pressure on water handling facilities. So any um, water treatment that we see. So if if it continues to be a problem and in places like Iowa, one of our funding um, sources, they have a lot of problems with nutrients reaching. So you have algal blooms, um, which has its own. Mm-hmm. consequences. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems associated if the sediment from construction reaches our waterways. Gee. Well, so we were out there, Marcus, um, and and shooting some video of, of the stuff. Was, was this before Croatia or this after is, he was in pre, Croatia? Pre, Pre-Croatia. Okay, so he had to shoot a video and then take a week off. Exactly. Pretty much. That. It was okay, brutal out that. there. Yeah. Um, and you know, they open up the floodgates, the water starts coming, and I just see dudes just dumping rocks in and everything. <laughs> Obviously, it's got to be a little more nuanced uh, than that. So, like, what are some of the kind of different things that you do that you're, you're, you're looking for? Like, okay, now it's time to dump sand. I, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, help me out. What's going on, actually, when you're, when you're doing that? So, there's actually a lot of science behind that mud and her, I, I was guess, hoping there was. dirt yeah. and water <laughs> solution. Yeah, if Jeremy's explanation was the science behind it, then we're screwed. No, you've got it exactly right. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. it. Just dump, dump some rocks and let the water gates open. <laughs> Now, I can speak to a couple of different things that happen at the facility. Um, We do have rainfall simulators, so we can make it rain based on a distribution that we find in the U.S. So, of course, there's going to be more rainfall in these Gulf states like Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Um, So we can predict that based on historical data and make it the rainfall distribution match what's actually occurring in those states. Hmm. Now, my practices that I typically work on are all detention-based practices. So this is something that's coming in from a conveyance channel, so like a ditch. Um, So just that dumping dirt and water, 
as I mentioned, um, this particular project is for Iowa, but we've also done them for other states. So we take the rainfall, the predicted rainfall for the two-year 24-hour storm. And so that's a storm that would happen every two years, uh, which is typical life for a construction site. So you want to make sure that we're uh, capturing that. So we take that storm and we apply this soil loss equation to predict how much erosion would occur if there was no cover on the ground, which is typical for a construction site. You don't have any stabilization. So you want to be able to design these erosion and sediment control practices to keep that soil on site. So we found um, the rainfall in inches, applied it to a one acre area representative, um, and then found the soil loss. And so right now, uh, the soil loss, um, or I guess the soil being introduced into that practice is 62 and a half pounds per minute. Um, and then we have a flow rate of 1.75. But that, again, adjusts state by state because the rain we're getting here is not the same rain we get in California. Well, so you get, a, you get a company up in Des Moines wanting to do a strip mall. So how does this information, how, how does this you know, knowledge acquired from these sorts of tests and replications and what, what could a construction company do? Like how is that actually going to real world it? up there, like what could they actually do then to mitigate their destructive tendencies? Sure. <laughs> um, so it depends on how big the site is, on what type of practices you want. Now, you guys saw out at the facility, this detention basin I'm working on, it's a huge slip inside. Mm -hmm. So it's 200 feet long. At the widest point, it's about 42 and a half feet wide. So it's no small footprint. Um, so we're talking about a really large construction site. So one application would be like, uh, DOT highway expansion. Um, maybe a strip mall would use something more erosion control. So like rolled blankets to put cover down when it's not there or um, silt fences to make sure that they're capturing any sediment before it's discharged. But these detention basins, um, they're installed on the perimeter of a site and it's basically a big pool just to catch any of this dirty, dirty runoff. Uh, so what we're looking at is putting in treatments to improve uh, the sediment retention and improve the discharged water quality. So one thing um, that we've, we're finding right now, now this research is ongoing, but um, the current design was just a channel, a dirt channel. And just by putting flow on it, it was eroding, introducing more sediment than was coming in from just runoff. And so we've lined that basin and saw enhanced capture, um, but maybe not even capture, but just less of a sediment source. Putting in a surface skimmer, just like what you see on a pool, um, it gets the dirty crap off the top. Um, and so we just put a skimmer in. Um, and then for us, we're sucking off the cleanest water at the top because it's given time for those heavy sediment particles to settle out of suspension. So you see in increased sediment capture with that. Um, putting in flow baffles. So a baffle um, 
is just a, a baffle. A baffle, yeah. Oh, oh a baffle. A baffle. Baffle. Yes. Yeah, you're a baffle. <laughs> it was like a baffle. <laughs> a baffle of mud. I'm baffled at this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so just dissipating the flow energy coming in. So there's a lot of different um, treatments that you can put into a basin that would improve the capture mm-hmm. there. How'd you get into this? Like, were you one of those like girls yeah, out there she jumping was, in puddles? She was and, playing in the sandbox. She yeah, the, she was yeah. definitely in the dirt. I can tell. Like this. pouring out your milk and this, <laughs> I mean, like watching it run down the table. Like, how, how'd you get into this? Yeah, I mean, I do think I've always had like a strong connection to water, storm water. The rains never bothered me. I mean, my parents always had us out backpacking and camping, no matter what the weather was. Um, I grew up in West Virginia, so there's a lot of beautiful nature there. But we were always Country out roads. by the water. Go watch yeah. that erosion on those yeah. country roads yeah. <laughs> they'll get washed out quick they will that's true yeah and so and then once i was in um, my undergrad i was like well maybe i could be one of those strong women who go into construction and just run the world because you know i really look up to women who can enter such a male-dominated field and be successful so i was like uh, maybe i'll go that route where my internships were but at the end of undergrad i was like man i am really really motivated to just keep going and so when Dr. Prez reached out and was like, hey, I've got this program. We look at construction, stormwater management. Like, wow, this is really combining all the worlds that I want. And so it just felt like a really natural fit. Well, I tell you what, we were out there and, you know, she was we, we were shooting a video. So you had on a, uh, a skirt and a nice shirt and everything. And then she's hopping up on the bulldozer or whatever that thing was. <laughs> Marcus grabbed the camera. <laughs> it was it was a sight to behold. Yeah. I mean, it was just like I was like, man, I don't I, you know, I don't know how to I can use a screwdriver. Well, yeah. where's where was your undergrad? Uh, my undergrad was at West Virginia University. Moved out to Iowa State for my master's, but you know, I'm finishing up here at Auburn, which might be my favorite one of them all, to be honest. Obviously, should be. Uh, should be. Well, what's yeah. next? What's next? Man, that's a tough question. So I always thought as I went through school, I'd narrow it down what I wanted to do. And I still want to do everything. But uh, one thing I feel particularly motivated about is um, extension. So just trying to get these practices that we're researching, improving, and getting them implemented in the real world and helping people implement those. So one great thing that we do out at the facility um, for those who want to dip their their toe in the stormwater um, We have an installer training and field day every fall. Um, And so that's we're bringing people in from the industry. We go through some workshops the first day, go behind the theory, the actual install. And then on field day, we let these people get in, um, put the practices in, tell them, you know, what's going right, maybe what needs a little work. Uh, We have a lot of product manufacturers who are there on site who are able to help um, the designers, the installers. And so that's really awesome and another great opportunity to connect with the people that um, you're you're affecting with these improved designs. And as this day full or can people still sign up and get come to this no absolutely people can still come um there should be there should be a link um i don't know how you guys share that information but yeah if you just look up the auburn university erosion and sediment control test facility installer training and field day um we're we welcome anybody who wants to come we when, love when did you say this was again? this is in november okay yeah and you bring your bathing suit that's and cool. you can just yeah, it might, it might be a little there. chilly by then well i mean i'd, I'd risk it for that that experience also we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the uh the big conference coming up 
That's right. And so this focuses more on civil engineering undergraduate students. But Auburn, for the first time in 10 years, is the host of the ASCE Student Symposium. And I believe uh, we've realigned, but we are the Gulf Shores chapter. So uh, come this spring, we're going to be having about 300 undergraduate students across three states come to Auburn and show off their civil engineering expertise. Yeah, well, and when our, our chapter has just been kicking one, it's one of the best in the taking nation. names yep. uh yeah so that's that's exciting to see and uh and, and this research is exciting to see well uh, are you aware are you involved at all with our 100 women strong program absolutely yeah so i am involved with 100 women strong um i think that's actually where i met marcus for the first time was at a 100 women strong event and yeah so he I'm- hangs out down there. <laughs> <laughs> croatia yeah. 100 women strong conferences yeah. You know. yeah i think it's a great thing to have a network of women alumna um especially because we're able to at least myself as a graduate student see myself what I what it might look like in the industry for for a for a woman um, in this field. And so and it's great to connect with other women outside of civil engineering, because a lot of times we'll get a little wormhole in our specific discipline. So it's great to see what others are doing. Um, Another great thing, and it's on Auburn's campus as well, is Alpha Omega Epsilon. It's a sorority for women in STEM, which I was involved in in my undergrad. So while I'm not involved in grad school, um, it was still great to see that and see that women are really supporting each other in this field. Well, when, what you said earlier about wanting to be the woman who's going out the construction site, <clears throat> we have plenty of alumna that, that that's what they're doing. Um, but... I brought that up because I'm glad to hear that you're getting something out of it. But for me, I, I feel like you could be such a inspiration to some of our undergraduate students to see, you know, what it's like to go to graduate school uh, and to take that next step. So I really hope you're mentor. you're being a mentor as well, yeah. uh, because this whole episode has been amazing. Well, oh, yeah. I may sign up. I appreciate that. That's one of the things. And I expressed that to Jeremy and Marcus was I absolutely love mentoring, whether it's new graduate students coming into my research group or each semester, I get a new group of undergraduates who get to work and play on this slip and slide <laughs> with me. Um, but yeah, between TAing and researching, I mean, being uh, with the students is really great, really rewarding. And it does kind of make me want to stay around a university. But I do think sharing my identity as a woman in STEM is really important to connect with other females because it is intimidating when you first start, especially at those lower levels until you get such yeah. a great network of other yeah. strong women and supportive men. So yeah, we got to get your expertise out there. I mean, I'd love to keep you around and, you know, you just keep adding those those initials at the end of the thing. But I mean, come on now. We can't we can't keep the the shoes from the world yeah, here. That's right. Could be Dr. Schuessler. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I mean, isn't that the that's, that's I mean, isn't that what's happening? That's up for trying, debate yeah. on when, but yeah, I mean, I'm here, so hopefully, uh, you know, More hopefully eagle. in the next More year eagle. I'll have. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jamie, can't thank you enough for joining us and uh, and for sharing this stuff cuz that's what I love about this gig is learning for the first time ever. You know, <laughs> yeah, there's things. a first time for everything. And, uh, no, so this has been great. Thanks to Todd for everything. Yes. War thank Eagle. you. War Eagle. Thank you guys.